big, have big dog, Johnny, big dog. Have you got the list of things that we were going to talk about? I've got such a list of things. Oh, dreamer. I'm, I'm going to totally uh, freestyle it because I, oh, yeah, I haven't yeah, looked yeah. up anything. That's why you're here, Nicky Pease. Hey, Nick, Nick, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Right. Um, Rick does no preparation for the podcast, yeah? yeah. The, the, the list of four bullet points that he sent across to me this week is double the most preparation he's ever done before. Like, yeah. total. Brilliant. So you can you freestyle it as much as you want, mate. I'm here, I want you for your opinions. I want you for your looks, and more than anything, I want you for showing Japanese pleasantries at the beginning of the podcast. Ah, uh-huh. John, are we are we not going to be able to see you at all this episode? Then? Oh is yeah, that, I mean, if I hold if I hold it like that. Oh, there he is. Hey, it's, it's big there boy time. Hey, it's big um, boy season. Yeah. Cool. Rasputin's let himself go a bit. Rasputin. Hey. Also, John, you love that I do no prep because I'm like I'm like John Everyman. Yeah, I'm like I'm like the guy on the street. <laughs> well, no, you're like you're like Rick Everyman. I, yeah, I'm, I'm like John Everyman. Rick Everyman. John Q Everyman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're just getting my real reaction, unedited. You're listening to Good as Hell. I'm your host, John Rutherford, and I'm Rick Hampton. And this week we have special guest Nick Potter. Hi, here he is. Hey, good job. <laughs> All our hard work has paid off, John. We finally managed to persuade him to come on the show. Very yes, good to mate. be here. Are you as excited as I am, John? I'm so excited. I'm genuinely so excited. The thing is, what I've always said is that I'm extremely online. Yeah. You're not nearly online enough. I'm and Potter enough. is just as online as me. See, the amount of times when I say more, to you... He's more online than you. I, no. I never log off. <laughs> he's, he's more online than you, John. Potter has a poster's heart, and I love can it. Can you can you have can you have a log on, uh, can you have an online off right now? Okay, who's more well, online? Well, what I was going to say is, um, every time I say to you, "Have you seen this online?" and you go, "No," Potter will go, "Yeah, I saw that." Yeah, I, I saw that, that last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, can someone talk to me about barbecue Becky then, please? Do either of you know about barbecue? No, Becky? we're not on. We're not on. We're on weird Twitter. We're, we're not, not on. We're, we're on. We're on a different kind of online. Yeah. <laughs> Rick. Did I just out online both of you? We're what? not on normie online. You don't yeah, know about barbecue normies. Becky. We're not normies. You're a normie. We're on What's incel bar- slash volcel slash R. You, you, don't, you, you don't know about barbecue Becky, is that what no, you're No, tell me. me about barbecue Becky. Unbelievable. So there's these guys who are having a uh, um, having a barbecue, funnily enough. A uh, couple of black guys having a cookout by a lake Racist. in where, whatever, whatever, whatever what, town it was. Well, it's, it's relevant. Racist. It's relevant. Yeah, it's relevant. Um, and then some woman, some woman comes over and complains. Oh, yeah, I, that, I do uh, know about this. Yeah, I do know yeah, about yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was in. It was in Oakland, and she uh, yeah, Oakland, reported yeah. them to the police. <laughs> Phones the police because it was a charcoal grill, and apparently that was illegal. And the woman who was like, "Why are you phoning the police?" and filming her was basically like, "I've just been to look at the board with the rules on. It doesn't say that it can't be a charcoal grill. What is your problem?" That is Po, if ever I've heard yeah. it. Why people? They um they had they followed up with a uh, barbecue the week after wearing t-shirts of her the photo that yes, they took of her love on it. the phone. Love it, <laughs> uh, so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it became a bit of a meme though. I saw people like uh, gluing it into the background of pictures of yeah. you know uh, <laughs> Barack Obama. Was, yeah, yeah, Obama <laughs> in the White House with her peering through the window with the photo. Yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. Yeah, uh, good barbecue, Becky. Maybe we'll get her on. I'm probably related to her. Um, <laughs> you uh, you had a big week last week, so we we haven't done a podcast for two weeks. Week number one, sure. it was Rick Rick's anniversary, and hey, 
who am I to not let a man celebrate his anniversary? But sure. week number two, you were at the Monster Trucks. I was at the Monster Trizucks with this man with here. With Nick Potter. Mm-hmm. Nicky Pizzas. Mm-hmm. The man baby P. Tell mm-hmm. me all about it. What was going on? Dive in, Nicky. Well, it was the uh, it was the royal wedding, wasn't it? <laughs> Down the pub, me, everyone was there. Me and me and Nick turned up uh, <laughs> t- uh, turned up in Cardiff, just the two of us meeting the rest of the guys there, uh, and we were a little bit early. Got off the train at about eleven o'clock, so just went straight to the pub, um, and uh, and there was lots of people in there watching the fucking royal wedding. Lots of nans. Yeah, yeah, um, nans. yeah. Like it was a football match. They were all lined up round 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 the, round the uh, TV, fucking dressed up in like uh, Union Jacks and stuff like that uh, but me and Nick walked in going oh what the fuck is this bollocks we were in there five minutes couldn't take our eyes off the screen fascinating drawn in okay did you watch Any, it anything no I went and got my hair cut when it was on because I figured it'd be quiet <laughs> so I could go to my barbers get a quick trim up story checked out um, I can't remember I can't remember which French which French philosopher said that um if you want to um survive you must adapt to uh, the aristocracy but this is the prime example of that like the aristocracy in this country which is at best like mentally inhibited because of inbreeding and at worst <laughs> outrightly fascist um have allowed a um a black lady to marry into the family <laughs> because they know it'll give them another 15 generations they'll be able to point to this every time i can't be racist my great 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 cousin four times removed was married once to a mixed an indigenous a mixed woman. Race lady, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to oh, no, i think they just say abo a, i think they just say abo I just, I just feel like Barbecue Becky was stood outside of the ceremony on the phone to the police, and they uh, and they didn't manage to catch it on film. That was um, and and to get into everyone's favourite segment for a second, John's political. Um, <laughs> that's the type of thing, though. Like people that will ring up the police because black people are um, <laughs> barbecuing in within 150 foot of them. Um, using the wrong apparatus potentially because they're because they're technically illegal Um, will be would have cried at the royal wedding because it was such a beautiful moment for them and it showed how tolerant a society that they that they've uh, come up in yeah same people these people need to fuck off so you went to the you went to see the monster trucks was gravedigger there Got, yeah, of course. What was do you Grave mean? Digger really there? Grave, yeah, of course. Gravedigger yeah. was there. Yes, mate. Oh, it's got a new. It's got a new driver there. A younger guy now. Yeah, of course the it has. They're all dead. Gravedigger's drivers are like the drummers in Spinal Tap. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. How how long has Gravedigger been going? This is what I was trying to tell you at the show. How long is how Grave old Digger, is Monster Trucks? Grave Gravedigger is the granddaddy of the sport. The the, the the team, and it was like the guy who was the original Gravedigger driver was like the boss man. Uh, big respect okay. and Nicky Pizzas over here was fucking rooting for Earth Mover or some Earth Shaker Earth Shaker yeah you're a prick mate <laughs> mate, How dare mate you? Hold, hold on hold on so this is this is a problem I have with this fucking monster trucks whatever right okay so fucking Earth Shaker right comes on and does the most emphatic uh, monster trucks performance I've ever seen in my life <laughs> Uh, we're talking. He trucked like, truck like a real trucker. He, yeah. oh, he, you know, he he shook my earth. Let's put it that way. So, 
he comes on and he's all over the place. He's, he's he's going up on his front wheels. He's crashing his car. The bonnet's coming off. But you know, everyone's loving it because it's a real kind of hero's you know sacrifice. It's a true underdog story. It's air pads all over again. You know, <laughs> he's he was a driving. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Earthshaker is the the, the, the hero of the people. Um, and then this... So who was the Monster Truck one? Who was the one that was actually sponsored by Monster Energy? Um, I think, yeah, it was just called the Monster Energy. But interestingly, in, in America, it's called Mutant Energy. That brand. Well, that's... Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. So they got the Mutant Energy Truck. But actually, it was that he didn't even fucking win either. It was, uh, it was Max D. The one with the one that looks like something out of Mad Max. But Maximum either way, you, you've got this. Maximum D. You've got this voting system, so everyone's got their phones and they log into this app and you rate the performance. Yeah. And then it puts out, you know, the final score on the screen. And Earthshaker gives this emphatic sort of nine point three performance, you know, out of ten, beautiful stuff. And then the monster guy comes along. Yeah. And what's he do? Drives around a bit, waves. I mean, he did. An and then they like, and a couple of wheelies and uh, whatever. <laughs> And they and he gets nine point six. Yeah, it's and, a beauty just, contest, Nick. It's a fucking beauty contest. Listen, just, you, know, you know, it's a weird sport in the sense that the people who are watching get to vote on who fucking wins. It doesn't matter about the actual result. If there was, a, if that was the case in any other sport, we'd have an issue with it. Yeah. So, um, I uh, I've got I've got a tweet from um, Alison on Twitter um, at MTN Jew Mama Mountain Jew Mama. Um, who says oh, I thank God every day that ISIS doesn't have Gravedigger the grave, div- grave Digger is on our side fighting for us and I 100% agree because could you imagine if you go to a monster truck event and ISIS have brought one of their own trucks the devastation they could wreck in the stadium do you think that they reminds, would... that reminds me of that episode of uh, Family Guy where uh, they've got the line of the line of uh, toys, which is um, a rip off of GI Joe, and it's called GI Jew. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and when you and when you when you squeeze its voice box, it goes it goes. You call these bagels? <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm glad he's on our side. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the toy mic is like, whoa! I'm glad he's on our side. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you call these bagels? Um, yeah, similar, I think. Yeah, well, they'd you know they'd have to replace all of the you know so they had cars in the arena and they just drive over these car yeah, yeah, bodies, but they, you'd have to replace these with sort of ancient Babylonian <laughs> statues, <laughs> and then the ISIS you know truck would just crush them. Libraries, know. yeah, like yeah, whole yeah. whole repositories of knowledge would just be you know eliminated under the wheels of a giant ISIS truck. <laughs> what would the ISIS truck be called? Oh. Uh, Infant. Oh, oh, leave it with me. Can we come back to it? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Moham dead. <laughs> yeah, it's not that good. It'd be whatever the third one we come up with will be the best one. Yeah, that's how it works. Good. Um, this well, week, phone in with your suggestions. Eh? Yeah, phone yeah, in with, vote with, vote with your monster truck suggestions on yeah. ISIS's uh, car name. Yeah, team name. Um, no, I've not got another one. Uh, we've got some absolute because we haven't done it for a couple of weeks. We've got some absolute club bangers. Um, Ooh, I'm super excited. Firstly, I want to talk about did you see UFC, um, ex UFC welterweight, um, contender Tim Kennedy? Oh, ex UFC welterweight contender and 
current army ranger tim kennedy um <laughs> allowed himself to be waterboarded so he could prove it's not torture the other week and it's one of my favorite videos i've ever seen in my life <laughs> wow did he lose his mind he was uh, i'm gonna just you can't i can't play the video for you obviously you won't be able to hear it but i'm just going to read you the uh description that he put on it we did this yesterday for 45 minutes the average pour was between 10 to 60 seconds you can try to hold your breath but the water pools at the back of your sinuses running down your eyes and nose plain and simple it's not torture torture hashtag cia hashtag gina haspel hashtag waterboarding and it's a video of what? tim kennedy on an upside down table with a flannel on his face getting a hose sprayed into it <laughs> <laughs> hold on though what he, th- he said he thought it wasn't that bad he was like no it's fine he said it's not torture why well tim kennedy is perhaps the most classically um republican of all the UFC. So there's a lot of UFC fighters that can only be described as white supremacists. Tim Fine. Kennedy is not a racist. Tim Kennedy is Captain America. He is as right. red, white, and blue as apple pie. Um, but unfortunately, he's got um, massive amounts of um, brain trauma from uh, getting punched in the head. Um, so it's sort of gone a bit skew with now where he spends his time. He's got a TV program on Discovery Channel called Hunting Hitler. Where and, <laughs> and in his opinion, yes, and in his opinion, Hitler did not die in the bunker. There is no evidence to prove that Hitler died in the bunker. Um, and well, actually, he went to, to be, Brazil and had yeah, like yeah, that's what yeah, he's saying. Argentina, he said they're in the fucking Argentina. And to be fair, he went to Argentina, and there's a there is a Bavarian village in Argentina where nobody speaks Spanish. They only speak German, and they celebrate their um, ancestors' Nazi war medals. Oh my so God, I don't wow. think he's far wrong. They, they, you know the you know the head that they the 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 skull that they say is uh, Hitler's that the not the, the, the Russians took from the bunker yeah. with the bullet yeah. wound him. We did DNA testing on him. This is actually true. They did DNA test on it, and it's actually a woman's skull. Um, it's not uh-huh. um, it's not Hitler's skull. So there isn't any is that Ava Braun. It could be Ava Braun. It could just be a random woman. Mm. So yeah. Anyway interesting so yeah tim tim kennedy's a fucking nutcase but he's a beautiful man and i won't hear a word against him um he's also the most on steroids man ever who has never (laughs) taken steroids in his life if you see a picture of his torso he is popping muscles his pecs and six pack are like a a, a 1990 like a scott mcfarlane uh, sorry yeah scott mcfarlane the, the guy who drew spawn um, it's like a drawing of <laughs> that he would do of a man's chest. They're ridiculous, and he's got a jaunty little moustache. Um, uh, what do you call the chin beard bit? Like a kind of like a goatee. Yeah, not really a goatee. It's like a Zorro-esque um, oh, right, okay. piece going on. So he's a good boy. So yeah, he what allowed himself to be waterboarded, which begs the question: Is, is waterboarding torture? Well, <laughs> Could I, I would ask, you know, if you didn't know what either of those two things were, waterboarding at Guantanamo Bay sounds like a fun yeah. day out. <laughs> I'm booking it for my next holiday. Let's put it like that. <laughs> I think that was the third verse of Club Tropicana. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you are yeah. right, though. But, like, I don't know. I just think um, I'm, I'm not convinced because, you know, has he got an agenda? Uh, why would they do it if it's not if it's not harrowing? Yeah, I mean, like, if, if, like I imagine it is what, terrifying. What, what, what I'm getting at is what, what I'm getting at is what what point is he making by saying he's trying to legitimise torture, torture? Right? 
Yeah, but but then why why are they why are you doing it then? So that he can because so that the U.S. government can torture people. No, no, no. What impunity. I'm saying is why why would why would the U.S. government want to waterboard if it ain't that bad? So the so the the, the government's line is that uh, waterboarding um, does achieve the same um, outcomes as quote unquote torture, but it doesn't leave long lasting physical damage to the person so like you know breaking somebody's joints knee joints would stop somebody potentially from walking for the rest of their life but hanging them upside like, down and putting a flannel over their face i don't think that's the minutes. definition of torture though is it well i mean um when the um it's causing psychological distress no it's like a, like like sleep deprivation that's no, not, no that's physical. not torture though no, that's not con- sleep deprivation is, is it, torture but it's not con- it's not considered torture so we can use we can use sleep deprivation on um on like yeah on detainees but we can use sleep deprivation on prisoners you can't use it well. on prisoners yeah you can you can't use it on jail prisoners yeah uh, well no sorry i'm thinking of actually no i'm sorry solitary confinement i got confused in my head there for a second um, you're not allowed to do that anymore either are you yeah yeah you're allowed to put people in solitary confinement yeah um i think there's a limit to how long though so they use they use waterboarding but they also used um, like uh, things like sticking a fucking baton up someone's ass, or putting dogs onto them, or beating them. But you can people concentrate on the waterboarding aspect of it um, because that's the area that the right feel that they can argue from, which is this is this is enhanced interrogation, this isn't torturing. But the outright torturing that they did um, doesn't get brought up very often. So it's like a um, diversionary mm. tactic. We're, you argue over here in the middle ground about what could or could not be, and then we're just like quickly sweep under the carpet the actual torture that we use, the actual like mock yeah. executions and stuff like that. Yeah, that is a good point. The right quite like to uh, keep the debate open while the real shit happens as the debate remains open. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't fully understand why. Um, why if if it if it achieves the same effects as torture i don't think it has to be physically damaging to to be considered torture i would argue yeah i mean torture like the the aspects of torture that are more like, harrowing, so, the so, psychological outcomes of it like yes. you hear like yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. the descriptions of ex guantanamo detainees it wasn't the um it's not like say the waterboarding that they bring up over and over again it's the complete lack of agency it's the removal yeah. of any um choice or decision that they could possibly make um yeah. and feeling of complete helplessness that like wakes them up in a cold sweat 10 years later you know yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah i don't you know having post traumatic stress disorder I would argue is probably you know whilst it isn't a physical ailment necessarily like it's fucking you know it's the result of torture more like physical gailment um (laughs) (laughs) what is wrong with you um, moving You're on. You're having a good time tonight, aren't you? Yeah, let's move on from um, let's move on from a 45 minute discussion of um, like how bad men can be. Um, on to <laughs> but continuing on that. So as as people probably aren't aware, we're the number one um, Fraser podcast on the internet. 
um, celebrating the work friend. of Dr. Fraser Crane and the yep. KLC guys every single week. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. This one comes from at Rachel Millman on Twitter. Um, I dread the discourse that will happen whenever you idiots start thinking about Fraser Crane's politics. So let's discuss in intimate detail the <laughs> politics of Dr. <laughs> Fraser Crane and his brother, Dr. Niles Crane. Also, what is that? What is this person's point? So she's basically she- saying like people will one day start discussing <laughs> Fraser Crane's um, politi- uh, like political leanings, and it will be a bloodbath. Well, I, I think I think we can sum it up with Fraser is you know he's socially liberal, physically conservative. Wow, Bingo. that's it. That, I mean, he Discuss. is he he, he hates the um, the causes of pain in society, but no, was it? Oh fuck it! I'm gonna have to Google this one second. There is a. There's was he, um, uh, what what was his? Was it was he not rather uh, rather uh, disparaging of his uh, brother's relationship with a common British woman? No, or I don't think so. Was he not? No. Okay. I just nearly googled. Well, I'm, physically con- I'm physically. <laughs> I'm physically. I'm um, physically conservative, which is. <laughs> <laughs> Which is better than saying that you're fiscally conservative. (laughs) But the results are very good. One second. So there was a... I can't remember what the line was, but there was a... um, There was a great... um, Fuck's sake. There was a great line on Twitter about... um, I'm uh, socially conservative, but fiscally uh, no. I'm fiscally conservative, but socially liberal. Um, but I can't remember the rest the, of it. The uh, the means, yeah, and then it's something. Yeah, about the, uh, being I hate I hate very... the um, the problems in society, but the causes the causes are very good. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Remember. I think it was crushing bought, but it was a it was a very good one. It was very good. Um, so, so we reckon we reckon he's a he's a classical neolib then we reckon Dr. Fraser Crane because I want to go further I, I don't I think he's a um, let's look at right first of all let's look at the um, let's look at the evidence that we've got to hand number one he's talk he's a talk radio DJ number two yeah. his brother's gay number three yeah. he is also gay with his brother number four he is gay <laughs> with his dad Number five, he's gay with his dad's dog. Number six, he's gay with um, Roz. Roz is um, Roz is actually an interesting character because once um, Fraser tried to fire her, and um, she just put up a sign um, saying, "I'm in a union." So Roz has got good praxis. Well, yeah, I think it, it, this all points towards one thing. He he is a liberal because he wants to maintain the status quo. Yeah, but you know he's. Do you not think he's one of those like closeted conservative guys? Yeah, I definitely exactly. think he's so closeted. He's... I definitely think he's closeted. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, the the what what is it? What is it called? The Log Party Republicans or whatever they're called. <laughs> yes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that means what I think it means, doesn't the it? Log, the Log Cabin Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> but there's hold on. There's an added. There's some problems here because he's also a class traitor because his dad's working class. Yes. But oh, his dad is also a cop. Who his dad are class traitors themselves? Um, so go. my argument would be that he is classic, or uh, that he's a classic um, example of um, class consciousness, in that he was raised working class. Actually, saying that his mum was a 
scientist which suggests that maybe he was that that and i think he also went to boarding school so i think he probably escaped his father his father is working class raised his because of his mum's um money was able to raise his parent his children to a higher standard therefore he is classic petty bourgeois Hmm. (laughs) good is that that put to bed then? I think that probably, to be honest with you, I think that um, pretty much gives who, us... Who, um, who's the person who asked this question? Um, no one asked the question. It's just something I saw right. online that I thought, that you needed, <laughs> I thought we needed to talk about in, yeah. in oh, harrowing question, detail. Though. So does he get with anyone at the end of Fraser? I can't remember. Um, no, I think... Do, just, do, he's not, he doesn't get married or anything, does he? No, I don't think so. No, so he's an he's a incel. Yeah. No, he's definitely Fraser fucks. Like he's not an insert. Oh yeah, he does. What? He? No, yeah, he, he fucks throughout he the series. He he's constant for for a man that looks like. Well, he looks like <laughs> the X Men character Beast, but without the makeup on. <laughs> John, he looks like he could be your dad. <laughs> I wish he was my dad. Um, he uh, he. Is that sure, what the obsession he, is? He spends his entire time fucking. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, yeah, that. like to, to hilarious I'm results, but he does spend it. his whole time fucking. Um, guys, um, when we move on to the next topic, I've got something that I need you to watch. So I'm just sending it through to you on the um, on the uh, on the group on the WhatsApp. Yeah, if you could quickly just watch that video because it's phenomenal. Tell me when you're watching it. Okay, okay, okay. You need to watch it with the sound on. Should we turn oh, the volume I've, I've already seen this. So funny. <laughs> Mate, this is old, isn't it? Put a little small boot on the counter. Boom, pop the hat. What's up? Me gonna smoke the seed. Pop, roll it in one hand. Flip it, leave it open. Let the mouse lick it. Come here, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Boom, throw it in the air. Pop it with the fire. Bam! One pull, nigga. That motherfucker gone. I'm done with it. What's that? Howdy, bitch. I haven't got any more to add to that, really. <laughs> <laughs> that's old. That's been around for a while, now. Has that been around for a while? So I only caught that this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's that was a very good, good one. Okay. Howdy, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so are we saying that Tom from Tom and Jerry is a stone cold pimp? Yes. Absolutely. Pimp. Do you think that's why he for was sure. so mean to um, Jerry? Because you can't have a heart in the pimp game. Exactly. Yeah. Jerry used to work for him, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. He had, to get out of the game. He had that little mouse pussy out in the stroll. <laughs> exactly. Do we know Jerry isn't a female mouse? Jerry Jerry can be a girl's name. Oh, I think didn't he have a bird though? Well, there's a there's a Jerry would Jerry get could dressed be a lesbian. Jerry's a, oh, okay. Jerry okay. just got dressed up with whatever to like All the time. Meet, get his results. Yeah. He had he had a he had a fan base and he delivered. He had a, his target market. Yeah, he showed it out. <laughs> which, bring, which brings us to the question, John: Have you ever slept with a mouse? <laughs> oh, sorry, have I ever slept with a mouse? Yeah. Um, mm. Is that a, is we, that a, is that a term no. for a type of gay man? No, no. Like a small. No, no, you're thinking of twink, aren't you? No, you can have like you've got like bears, otters, <laughs> Great Danes. <laughs> Um, Rhodesia Great Ridgeback. Dane. Great Danes. Great Danes. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. What's a Great Dane? No, you I... just went into dog breeds then. No, right. Rhodesia I'm going to suggest animals and you're going to tell me... No. 
we're going to flip this back because I'm the one with the genius brain. You tell me an animal, I'll tell you what type of a gay man it is. Go. Um, uh, Irish wolfhound. Um, it's an old alcoholic, hairy, skinny man. Tall, skinny man. He, If I can describe him to you, imagine if... Um, Give me Hagrid, an if Hagrid got a um, like stomach staple, um, <laughs> and uh, after Harry's death at the hands of Voldemort, he couldn't hold it together anymore. So, like a bulimic bear. Yeah, yeah, no, but but with longer oh. hair. Sure. Okay. Because yeah, okay. I imagine a bear has got a bit. Is it, I am a bear, like big, but like big beard, but bald head is a typical bear look. Okay. I'm talking long, lank, like a like a t- like a stretched line. out Alan Moore. Ah, okay, nice. Yeah. Okay, go. Right. Uh, Shetland pony. <laughs> okay, um, it is a um, very, very egotistical man under four foot eleven, um, who is built. He's cut. Yeah. John, he's, he's, he's describing me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you saying Nick's a Shetland pony? Yeah, I'm saying. I'm saying no. I'm saying Rob Sturgeon's. A, Rob Sturgeon would be a Shetland pony. Oh, mate, he's packing a bit of timber nowadays. What do you mean? Has he put on a bit of weight? Oh, yeah. He's, it's finally caught up with him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, give me another one. Um, um, a Seahawk. What is a Seahawk? Uh, it's the name of an American football team. Oh, they're a type of bird, aren't they? I would have thought so, yeah. Seahawk. Um, a uh, gay sailor, a gayler, who um, <laughs> only... Uh, scouts for young men. Yeah, but but um, is only gay um, when he gets back to his hometown shore leave. Nice. So the rest of the world, he's straight as a dice. So when he's when he's when he's making port in Bangkok, he's not going for the boys. He's writing up to his nuts and guts in the bar girls. This has got to be misogynistic, but um, <laughs> but when he gets back to when he gets back to Seattle, he's back with his boyfriend. Bingo. Yeah. Um, oh, that's good. Okay. Good. Um, have this segment every week. <laughs> yeah. T- tell me, you've got to come up with a name. What type of gay man am I? Um, okay. this is from um, at Lib Crusher on um, on Twitter in college I got my college IP banned from Wikipedia because I kept trying to change the emu war template to an actual war template template like so so you know that when you go into like like the um, Battle of Okinawa on um, Wikipedia and it's got like the proper the formatting it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's done it for the Emu War, which happened in 1932 in Campion, Western Australia. The yeah. belligerents were the Commonwealth of Australia and Emus. Yeah. The commander Don't... for the um, Commonwealth was Major Meredith. And the strength was two machine guns on the side of the Australians and 20,000 birds on the side of the Emus. <laughs> um, but if you, can, you know, if you go to the, um, just... if you go to the page... Um, I, that Nick, shows Nick's the notes. Nick's just sadly shaking his head you here. Didn't I think even you know check with me. You know if you were going to raise this. Yeah, he's <laughs> well, got the Australian emu roots, mate. The oh, no. Australian roots. I mean, you know this is the shit cuts deep. You know, 
colonialism, imperialism, it's just another... Oh, my God. Nick, did your granddad <laughs> die in the emu war? No. <laughs> so, Nick, tell us about the emu war. So, uh, the emu war, also known as the Great Emu War, was a nuisance wildlife management military operation <laughs> undertaken in Australia over the latter part of 1932 to address public concern over the number of emus said to be running amok in, <laughs> in the Campion district of Western Australia. And, uh, yeah, they just got a load of guns. And, Some Lewis machine guns, and they fucking hung them all down, shot, mate. Yeah, shot the cunts. Savage. Fucking emus coming over here. Taking it on our land. Stealing our, stealing our land. <laughs> Note that in, in this article, there's the, the section on the sort of uh, the, the events leading up to it, and then there's a section called the war, but war is in uh, double quotes. It's in scare quotes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, there were several attempts, apparently. Do you know first, what the first attempt? Go on. Uh, Fifty emus were killed in the first attempt. What uh, attempt? What stopped? What? There what was happened? a second attempt. They, 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 <laughs> they withdrew. Uh, after the withdrawal of the military, the emu attacks on the crops continued. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's like Zulu or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they had second attempt. Um, oh dear. Yeah. Terrible Poor emus. You know what they say about um, emu wars? The first thing that dies in an emu war is um, humanity. Is the emus? So, oh, yeah, good. Thanks, John. Good. So, I mean, I think Wikipedia needs to view the emu war as what it was, which was a war between belligerents and well, they're both belligerents, aren't they? So. A sincere and aggressive conflict that yeah. we shouldn't forget. Which the emus fully understood what they were going into. Yes, exactly. But yeah. I mean, that's it. You know, they weren't they weren't just satisfied with you know conquering the entirety of Australia and subjugating <laughs> its people. They had to fucking kill the emus as well, didn't they? There we go. There yeah. we go. Bloody Aussies. Bloody Aussies. How does that, that make you feel as an Australian? I don't. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Are you really an Australian, though? Half Australian. Half Australian. Um, have you ever been to Australia? Yes, yes. Have you ever lived in Australia? No, no, I couldn't live there. Shit. It's uh, the, like, you know, the There's spiders. There's a whole load of sunshine. Way too much sun- sunshine. W- spiders, you know, koalas, drop bears that they call them. Drop you know, bears, they just, yeah. You know, they just jump out of trees onto your face. Drop bears? Drop yeah. bears. They drop out of trees and Why maul do you. Why do they do that? Scrape the skin off the side of your face. Koalas, Koalas. are fucking vicious. Have you ever seen the yeah. picture Why of the koala when it it's isn't... Fucking mental. Like, just like to a, what ends? Everything in Australia is on, like, survival steroids. It's, so it has to be super vicious, super aggressive. You know, it's dog eat dog out there. <laughs> <laughs> dingo eat dong. It's dog eat dog. And I've got dingo, dingo, dingo out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never heard about them dropping out of trees and attacking people. Every single indigenous species to Australia is a cunt of some sort, even if so it's you know, a So you know, like, so you know, when you see people like, um, uh, like cuddling koala bears on like, yeah, yeah. They've they've been they, declawed and uh, but sedated. Also, but also they, but also they, they become rather um, uh, sedentary once they once they've eaten enough eucalyptus. Do you know what I mean? Once they're full, the eucalyptus actually actually acts as a, a, a um, suppressant, whatever the word, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Did you ever see the um, 
Craigslist ad for the fella who was trying to sell a um, koala bear? No. I'm going to read it to you. So this was in um, the for sale slash wanted section um, of uh, Craigslist. And it said, uh, so this is in Denver, uh, Colorado. I have a three-year-old koala bear named Gumnut that I am desperately trying to find a new home for. I brought him in January, figuring it would be an awesome pet that would enjoy living in my greenhouse. Sadly, I was wrong. I paid $3,200 for him back in January, and I'm not sure that the used koala bear market, what the used koala bear market is like in a good economy or the one we have now, so I'm open to offers. Please use some common sense before contacting me. Don't be an idiot. I am not interested in trading my koala bear for your busted up 1980s Camaro, pictures of your naked wife, or an offer to paint my garage door. <laughs> Gunnut stats. The good. He is somewhat housebroken, uses a cat box most of the time. For the most part, he is very quiet. This also falls into the bad category, which we will touch upon in a moment. He eats spiders. Not kidding. We haven't had a spider in our house since we got him. He hates watching <laughs> Desperate Housewives. It used to be my wife's favourite show until Gumnut bit her for changing the channel from Jeopardy to Desperate Housewives. <laughs> he gets along well with one of my two dogs. He loves to go for car rides. The bad. He eats a lot of eucalyptus, which is not as cheap as I expected. <laughs> Apparently, eucalyptus is like a drug for koala bears... When Gumnut gun uh, is coming down from his high, he becomes violent and aggressive. <laughs> he raped and killed my wife's cat, Miss Kitty. <laughs> Honestly, I wanted to put this in the good section because oh, I've been shit. trying to find a way to get that worthless cat out of the house for two years. Thanks, Gumnut. <laughs> he does not like Asians. I have no idea where this koala was raised, but someone of Asian descent must really have mistreated him. <laughs> He loves Vin Diesel movies. I'm not sure why he just does. He has extremely sharp claws and teeth, which he uses often. He loves shiny objects, steals and hides them frequently in my dog's rear end. <laughs> he is quiet, and as a result, he's snuck in on my wife and I during intimate moments. I mind him watching. Maybe it won't bother you as much. <laughs> Gumnut smells terrible and is not easy to wash. I had to hold a gas-soaked rag over his mouth till he blacked out to get him in the tub for a bath. <laughs> Once he's in the water, he is fine. Getting him into the water is a challenge. He will scratch you, he will bite you, and you will bleed. <laughs> Did you think that's real or not? No. No. Uh, hilarious, it's it's not hilarious, real. but it's definitely not real. Yeah. yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Gumnut. Um, can we have a bit um, of a basketball catch-up? Oh no, sorry, Nick. Yeah. Did you have something better to say? Yeah, go, yeah. Go, 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 I was go, go, just go. thinking. You know, he he mentioned that. What, what's the koala's name? Gumnut. Gumnut. He likes Vin Diesel. Yeah. Vin Diesel looks like a koala. Ooh. Like if spooky. you, if you maybe flapped his ears out a bit. Yeah. Or yeah. he could be in a Disney movie where he would be the voice actor for a koala yeah. character. For yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. So maybe there is some truth in it. I would watch every single Fast and the Furious movie. And every Fast and Furious movie to come, if they replaced shot for shot replaced Vin Diesel with a koala bear, <laughs> with a yeah. real koala bear, and but no one commented on it. They treated him like so. Could you imagine the scene where him and um, Paul Walker, after Paul Walker died, and they're driving down the road, and then they split off? 
but yeah. like the camera pans and it's and it's Paul Walker and he smiles like winds down his window smiles and it cuts back to the reverse shot and it's just the koala bear driving <laughs> yeah. smiling back at him chewing yeah. <laughs> some eucalyptus yeah Brilliant. or just no, listlessly like not even looking at the camera just <laughs> staring out like staring into middle distance <laughs> asleep with chlamydia what um <sighs> Uh, we've got a few things on the list, but you wanted to have a quick basketball catch-up? I want to have a quick basketball ca- catch-up. So I'm going to read something to you, and I'm going to see if you can explain this to me. Okay, so this is from um, the 17th of uh, May. So this was a couple of weeks ago now. ten, Well, 11 days ago. I don't understand a word in this tweet. And I, okay. I'm only using um, contextual clues to even assume that it's about basketball. Okay, you ready? Sure. Yeah. So you have to explain what's the, what this means to me. Okay. The Warriors vaunted Hampton's five lineup was victimized in game two and Houston's PJ Tucker is just about done hearing about Golden State small ball when the tuck wagon does that, this kind of damage. <laughs> what does Where that do mean? Where to start? What right, does any so of it mean? So, <laughs> so, the Warriors, so the Warriors Hampton five is the, the Hamptons five is the nickname they're giving to the small ball lineup. So it's where they don't really have a centre. So they're just like um, Draymond Green's like six eight, and he's like a you know small four power forward, and he's their biggest player, uh, and everyone else is guards, and it's been doing some pretty serious damage. So that's their Hamptons five lineup. I don't know where the nickname came from. Um, it's pretty shit, but they've been playing against the Houston Rockets in the best of seven series. Uh, it's three all. Um, they go into the last game, game seven, um, and basically PJ Tucker of the Houston Rockets has been playing pretty well, knocking down shots, uh, generally doing a good job. So is he the Tuck Wagon? I've never heard him called that. I think that might be the uh, the person who was writing that tweet's little interpretation. Well, no, the person who wrote this tweet has put Tuck Wagon in um, quotes, so I can only assume he's quoting PJ Tucker. Also, what is a tuck wagon? I don't know. Is is um is is PJ Tucker? I'm assuming he's a um a fat child from the um 80s um era of Grange Hill. From, so, so like the Goonies? No, no. He's he was um is him and Zambo um died of heroin overdoses in Grange Hill. All right. Yeah. Bronson's no, got to no. pay. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? Um. No. He's uh, he actually he played in Europe for a while, but um, but yeah, he's doing all right for himself. Okay, he's playing well. So, what's going um, on in basketball at the moment then? Well, I'm just kind of giving you a roundup basically. So, the Tuck uh, Wagon is in full force. Cleveland, yeah, yeah. Cleveland Cavaliers were uh, playing against the Boston Celtics in yeah. the Eastern Conference Finals um, to go through to the finals against whoever wins Game Seven out of uh, Golden State and uh, Houston. And um, and yeah, it was Game Seven. Uh, everyone was expecting uh, the Celtics to finally put LeBron James uh, out of the um, NBA Finals for the first time in like eight years or something ridiculous. Um, and uh, and LeBron stepped his ass up, played a hell of a game. The supporting cast uh, stepped up in the second half and um, and they managed to turn over the, the Celtics. I saw a, um, a tweet saying something like, um, the Celtics fans are the secret weapon of uh, the Celtics. They act like a Black Panther suit for um, for the team, which A, clearly that person has never seen um, somebody from Boston 
Yeah, biggest. exactly. Yeah, it's the, it's the whitest crowd in basketball. Yeah, and most racist, um, I imagine, yeah. crowd in basketball uh, as well. Um, you, you imagine. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Um, good, good caveat. And secondly, um, has anyone ever considered using the nickname Le Bomb instead of the Brom? Uh, I think some people started calling him Le Bum when he was losing games. Yeah, no, do you not remember um, a few weeks ago we were discussing um, somebody referred to LeBron as Le Shit. <laughs> and it was the worst nickname ever. And now the Awful. person who heard Awful that banter. can't stop thinking of that whenever he hears LeBron's name. But we could call him Le Bomb because he is The Bomb. Uh, you know what? Like, I wouldn't have a word against uh, Michael Jordan said, and I've always thought that uh, Jordan is easily the greatest player of all time. Seen them both play, right? Mm. Like, not live, but, you know, I've been, uh, I was around in the eras when they were both active uh, as a basketball fan, and I, and I, and I clearly fall on the, in the Michael Jordan camp. So that's the eternal argument is LeBron James versus Mike. If LeBron fucking James, eight straight years get into the finals, if he drags this bummy ass team to a championship, then I will be willing to have the conversation about him being the best player of all time. Yeah, because because Jordan always had pretty decent teams around him. Uh, yeah, but it's a different era. But you know, he went to the, when, when Jordan got to the finals six times and won six times. Yeah, he's got a hundred percent record when he gets to the finals. LeBron James is not. Yeah, do you know what I mean? He's got like th- he's got like three rings, and he's been to the finals six or seven times, I yeah. think. So, John's got three rings. John has got three <laughs> rings. I don't know what you mean by that, Nick, but I can't disagree. I think you know what I'm talking about, mate. I like it, um, John. We we are like it's uh, we're burning through time here, my friend. Yeah, so we um, need to get onto your shitty one. One second, just one quick last one. Um, I saw an interesting uh, statistical. Um, I want. I don't want to say um, like coincidence because I think it's more than that, and I think we probably need to um, to investigate further. But let me just let me just point two things out to you, and you just see what you think. Okay. According to the book, The Law of the Playground. Out of 1,866 men who were asked, how close have you got to the game of Soggy Biscuit in which you race to wank onto a cracker? Of the respondents, (laughs) 6.2% reportedly admitted to having played the game. Yep. The independent sector educates around 6.5% of the total number of school children in the UK and over 7% of the total number of school children in England just saying what if 6.2% of people yeah have a, allegedly played a game of soggy biscuit yeah and 6.5% of children are educated within the uh private sector or that private school ah, sorry gotcha. so what do you think so I we're was, thinking that basically so everyone so is privately educated is that, that six so is that 6% of 6% of all children that are educated yeah if, if there's like if six percent are privately educated yeah. and six percent of them are done the old soggy bicko no 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 no, no. six percent of all children wow right have, have played have soggy, played soggy bicko and also it just so happens that six percent of all children are privately educated that's the point he's trying to make yeah yeah no, Nick, well, it's, it's, it's mandatory wanna, this isn't a gotcha so, question Nick, you're privately but educated you strike me as somebody that was privately educated yeah yeah 
Uh, have I you am. ever played Soggy uh, Biscuit? Yeah, it's mandatory. You got to- <laughs> <laughs> oh. So my mate, uh, they give you you get, you get a choice like digestive. Yeah. You know, they, so we're, no, asked, we're having this conversation. We're having this conversation <laughs> oh, you- with uh, with a couple of the guys from basketball, and uh, uh, and one of the guys said that he'd sort of played it. And when we kind of drilled him on it to find out what he fucking meant by that, he said that he had um, like uh, him and two of his mates uh, had had a wank onto a piece of toast and made a girl eat it. That's not oh. gay. Dude. <laughs> That's fine. She she was up for it, is what he said. Uh, and I but, said good luck and, for her. And also, he tried to. And the, mo- the moment he told the story, he instantly tried to start backpedaling. He's like, "Well, you know, we went, we we went. The toast was in a separate room, and we all went in like individually, one at a time." <laughs> that? just like, even worse. This is awful. Yeah, yeah. This is fucking awful. Um, so that poor girl. I wonder what she's doing now. Um, eating soggy toast somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I had a good one then. I was going to say something like, she is the uh, Megan McArdle, but I don't have anything to... Awful. Um, just one quick last one um, before we move on to your topics, Rick. Um, this is something that I saw this week. That This is from the r slash confessions Reddit. Um, sure. The writer's name is anus-exhibitionist-ta. Sure. Yeah, sounds and about right. The name of the post is I find cute photos of dogs, but where you can see the dog's anus, I photoshop a pic of my own anus over it and share it on social media. <laughs> it gets me off knowing hundreds of thousands have seen my anus without realizing it. it. Makes me especially hard if they comment how the dog's anus looks unusually big. <laughs> That person's uh, living what? their best life. A fucking yeah, yeah. legend. Living their best life. Oh Absolute my God. genius. Yeah. That's amazing. Johnny, are you going to start doing it? Who says I haven't already? Can um, it, it be the next um, cover picture for this episode? Yeah, sure. It'd be Dr. Fraser Crane pursing his lips, <laughs> and I just <laughs> proper Photoshop my. It looks like his mouth looks slightly like a cat's arsehole. <laughs> Pucking asshole. Oh, brilliant. Oh. So, um, you want oh, to talk about Darren? Br- oh, no, Hold go on. on. I had a quick question about that. Where sure. do you get all your Frasier picks from? There are- Through constant searching <laughs> and making up on uh, MS Paint um, pictures of John Barry George and Dr. Fraser Crane in the same. Yeah. My dream is to recreate, you know, the scene from. Uh, I want to. Right, so I've got, a, I've got a dream that one day I become like. The richest I become Jeff Bezos, the richest man on earth. But instead of using my money, he's like, Oh, well, I've got all this money. The only thing I can use it for is space exploration. Do you know what I'd use it for? Recreating um various films, but like like you know, like the recreating every Fast and the Furious film, but with a koala bear instead of Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah, and sure. one of the things I'd like to do is remake the scene from Silence of the Lambs where Hannibal first meets um Clarice. Um, yeah. in the uh, the bowels of the Baltimore so, State Hospital. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but um, Hannibal Lecter is played by Dr. Fraser Crane <laughs> and <laughs> Clarice... No, 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 better than that. Clarice is played by Dr. Fraser Crane and Hannibal <laughs> Lecter is played by Barry George. Brilliant. Could you imagine I'd, it? I'd watch it. That would be yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Good. Let's make it happen. How can we make this happen? Well, I just need to be like so ridiculously wealthy. Yeah. Get you all of the money. Yeah. 
So you wanted to talk about Darren Brown. What's your problem with Darren Brown? Oh, fucking Darren Brown. So we had a, it was a, it was a, it was a, um, you said that you argument. found out that he was gay and you are a homophobe. No, 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 no. It was, Is a he gay? it was a standard, I don't know. Don't care. Um, it was an extended argument that was, that was based around, um, um, my frustration about hypnotism. And then it, and then it kind of, and then it kind of, uh, segued over to your man, Darren Brown. Like I really like Darren Brown's shows. And I, um, you know, can appreciate him as a showman. You can preach him, yeah. Preach, I totally preach him. What what gets me though is that he he is a magician, right? And I mean that, uh, you know, in a very kind of real sense. With a K, a, yeah. He, no, he's Crowley. Crowley asked, yeah, No, no, no. Got it. Got it. No, got it, mate. I got it. Nice. I got it. I know he's about, a magician. Yeah. yeah, he is a magician like any yeah. other stage magician, like Paul Daniels, like you know any of that shit okay yeah. but he pretends like his tricks aren't magic and he's not pretending that they're magic so he's kind of saying no guys no, I'm not tricking you this isn't magic what I'm actually doing is I'm influencing the way you think and he's not he's doing cheap magic tricks but dressing them up like psychological illusions yeah right? like oh, look, just don't they call these kinds of people mentalists mentalists yes yeah. like I can't take yes. that seriously yeah 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 it's like yeah, the show he's The he's Mentalist, mentalist. Yeah, and yeah. I just think of like some guy called like Barry down the pub <laughs> yeah, yeah. who gets yeah. into fights and all his and mates go ear he's a yeah, mentalist yeah yeah, yeah. You can't. No, he, no yeah and, but that's, that's the thing for me like, he, like people have kind of bought into it because they're like oh no no because it's not magic no, no, no. He's not a magician. No, no, no. No, he's a mentalist. He's actually, yeah. He's playing. He's playing with how your mind works, and he's like sub playing with your subconscious. And I'm like, no, he's not. That's what he wants you to think. He's just a fucking cheap magician. Yeah, he's a he's a, he's a stage magician. So he uses Andy exactly. Nyman to create most of his um, tricks. Andy Nyman yeah. is a um, uh, is produced Actor, a lot of his writer. stage shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's produced yeah. a lot of his stage shows. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that. I think that a lot of his stuff. I think some of his stuff is probably like influence um, yeah. but when no, he's no, yeah but no because 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 you can't you can't do that because if you do that and it doesn't work it's fucked isn't it the trick's fucked right? well i think so like i think like if and, you if you're if you if you can exchange the words like psychology for like magic or illusion yeah it's a straight you know yeah it's a straight Agreed. uh trick so like the stuff where he's like guess guessing people's pin numbers and stuff like that yeah is probably like basic it's magic yeah yeah it's like stage magic yeah and he does it when he gets people up on stage and he says you know and he says i'll oh, think of a number and they pick a number and he goes to that page in a book uh and then he tells them that he's actually memorized the you know the, the entire book and so he knows what number that rather is on than that page. doing it's it like, a normal no, magic trick yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. like no you, you haven't memorized every page in that but you haven't memorized every word this is a this is a stage magic illusion mm. right and when and 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 then afterwards he says oh i'll tell you how i did it like i flashed the number 36 up on the big screen really really quickly like 20 times in the rest of the show and so when you came up and asked you for a number you said 36 that's not that's not how it works they could have said any number right so so he's he's making you think that he's influencing your mind rather than just a, a cheap stage magician mm. which is the brilliance that is but, the but genius hold on, hold, of but it. all all magic is influencing people's minds Right to get some kind of result. No, like, some what, of it's like no, how no, 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 no. If I do, yeah, if I if I do a card trick, yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't matter what your mind thinks. Like I, you know, like I'm I'm doing a card trick. Yeah, you draw a card out of the middle of the deck. I shuffle it and then I take the top one. It's the same card. 
Uh, that's yeah. not. That's nothing to do with your brain. That's a magic trick that will work every time on anyone who does it. Yeah. Yeah, but what if? <clears throat> All right. Yeah, I'll take that. That's fine. Carry on. So and that's <laughs> and the, <laughs> and this is the thing. And he, he, you know, he pretends like actually what he's, you know, what the the way he's been talking to you for the last two minutes has influenced the way you think, and actually it's made you draw a certain card or some horseshit like right. that. Right, but and it is a straight up magic yeah, trick. But he's yeah, dressing yeah, yeah. it up as exactly mentalism. And so and 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 the genius of that dress up is that people go, oh no, but he's te- he tells you it's not a magic trick. You know, he acknowledges that it's not actually magic, and he tells you that how he does it, and it's like yeah, but what he's telling you he's doing is bollocks as well. But it makes you feel clever. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a story, a good story, you're gonna like this. So um Is it about I, Darren Brown? No, it's about but it's about this type of thing and you're gonna enjoy it. So do you remember the two Scottish fellas that had a uh, two Scottish magicians who had a TV series called like Tricks from the Bible or something like that? No. Okay, but they, it was on channel four. Anyway. So they were doing before they did their Edinburgh when I lived uh, at the Hen and Chickens, before they were doing their Edinburgh run, they were practicing it at the Hen and Chickens and right. I don't think I can for libel reasons I don't think I can name oh, the person that off. I went to see it with well right, I, I can I'll just play, I'll just um, beep it out yeah so I went to see it with um, from uh, the League of Gentlemen okay, okay you went so, to see a show with yeah so he knew like you were actual uh, mates no not, we were not mates but he the guy who ran the hen and chickens <clears throat> he knew him right uh, they, they like someone's wife or something was. I think he might be married to somebody that they know or something. Anyway, so the rumor is the that I was told was that is a bit closeted, um, right. and that he's married with kids now, but he's a bit closeted and he comes from quite a rough council estate in um, like up north somewhere, and uh, like he could he could never come out. Um, but uh but yeah like he when he was at uni like he'd uh fucked around with um so we go and see this stage um like this this magic show um and the 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 kind of the overarching um theme of the show was one of a seance so they were talking about like the tricks that people would use to make people believe that seances were real yeah and like different bits and pieces and one of the things that they did was they did that um you know that white noise stuff where you play static and like people would like pick out like words and phrases words, from the yeah, static yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so before we go in we all had to write down what our biggest fears were yeah um so i wrote on mine gremlins nice um because i i still for this mainly from a from my childhood but i still um even every now and again will have a nightmare about gremlins now it's fine i'm a, an adult but when i was a kid they used to really fuck me up yeah, yeah um fine. and uh and so they would go over to the bowl that we had written all of our stuff in and they would pull one out and this this member of the audience and i saw this twice and it was a different person each time so it wasn't a plant would li- be listening to the thing and they'd pull something out and they'd say right I've got one here. What does it say? And the person would say, "Oh, it's gremlins." And they did it for me. They went, "Oh, gremlins!" And they would open up the bit of paper and they'd go, "See, gremlins." Um, and uh, yeah, that's correct. It's gremlins. Uh, and then uh, so they did it. They go, uh, "Okay, can you hear another name?" And they go, um, uh, "I can hear the name." And they go, "Okay, okay." Um, and what's the what's the tape saying? fear is um keep saying over and over again come out come out 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, I've, I've been told just before, like just before we went in, like the guy who like ran the theater told me like that story about um, about him. And right. uh, so like I'm there like looking at him like going, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> and, uh, and they're going, does that mean anything to you? And he's going, nope, don't know what that means. <laughs> So you got called up as well, is that? And they got yours right? No, they just they just like said it. They shouted it into the audience. Does this does this for anyone? Like, is this is is John here? And I put my hand up. They go, uh, I'm hearing gremlins. And is, is gremlins your thing? And they go, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they go pick it out of the thing. What? Hold on. If everyone wrote down what? Yeah, you've already written that down. Like, how do you know someone else hasn't it? looked at it? I imagine like that's probably how it works or something. That looked here, but like in the thing, like it was very. Uh, is very well done. <laughs> and also, the, the, they also the, predict the, guy the thing that he the was that he was actually terrified of, which was having to come out the closet. Yes, uh, but the guy who ran the theatre was telling you that story beforehand. How? Why do you think he hasn't told loads of other people that story? Well, that well, is I hilarious. If he, if he has, then those two boys are absolute legend. They they know that yes. they've got like a. He's probably stood in the, in the bar next to you while that guy was telling you the story. His eyes go wide. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I imagine yeah. that they didn't have a um, an actual that they magic power. No, yeah, that they it wasn't that. It was they were just right. playing it. They had somebody sat in the back playing yeah. it over, like like for the 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 um, the white noise that could be heard. They they had like a radio line in where the person was on a microphone going, yeah. "Come out," yeah, which yeah, is yeah. fucking amazing if they did that because that's even better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so anyway, so so that story there is me outing um, famous League of Gentlemen actor I thought well done. I thought everyone I thought he was famously gay I didn't really no, that's no Mark, Mark Gatiss is gay oh right okay yeah. well clearly they both are I met, I met him as well once and um, did you so, just call him Mark Gatiss yeah. his name's Mark Gatiss yeah um, I met him uh, and Jesus uh, Christ, more like yeah, more like Mark Gatiss uh, <laughs> um, I met him as well and I said uh, so a couple of weeks before like me and Charlie been walking down the road when we first moved to Islington me and Charlie were walking down the road and we saw Paul Whitehouse went, oh Charlie that's Paul Whitehouse over there and she got really giddy and I was like fucking alright calm down like what was <laughs> what was Harry and Paul like a big uh, <laughs> like uh, building block in your um, comedy history and she was like I mean, no no good. no I love her anyway and I was like yeah you got, if we're going to be seeing celebrities living in London you've got to chill out love and um, <laughs> literally about a week later, I was coming back into the Head and Chickens, um, and uh, the guy who ran the the theatre was talking to Mark Gatiss. Mark Gatiss with his fucking Labrador outside the front of the pub, and I absolutely shit it. I went over and, I, and Mark was like, "Oh, why are you, John Hayden?" I was like, "Yeah, not too bad." He's like, "Oh, this is my friend Mark." I went, "Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, you know, fantastic to meet you." And I proper like gushed over him. <laughs> oh, Fanboyed out. The phrase that I used was, um, "Can I just? I would, can I just say I think you're um, our generation's um, oh, Nigel oh, Neal." And he went, no. "Oh my God, thank you so much. That's so That's nice it, well, to say hold, that." Who the fuck? Hold is on, Nigel no, 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 no. That is actually a dope compliment because, like, obviously, <laughs> he loves Nigel Neal. Who's Nigel Neal? Nigel Neal wrote like uh, Quartermass in the Pit and stuff like that. Like he's like a master of British horror, like early yeah. oh, British right. TV horror, and did loads of uh, shorts or like ghost stories and stuff. But yeah, okay. yeah caught a mace in the pit and all sorts. More like caught a gaze in the pit. More like caught a gaze. Am I right? And the yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More oh, like well, uh, 
caught yeah, uh, more like uh, caught a gaze and the experiments. No, what was that? No, the quarter mace. No, it's, it, the quarter gaze experiments. Yeah, yeah. I like Jesus. it. But um, it, I tell you what, uh, the what is it? It's called. Oh, right, he's got a collection. Uh, there's a DVD get from Amazon of Nigel Neal's short television. His television it shorts called Beasts. Beasts. And that is like proper. Proper yeah. fucking terrified. The one up. with the witch, yeah. where the um the fella. So he had this thing that whenever he would do these like um short horror things. At some point, like a local, like so, it'd always be like about like a middle class couple. Yeah. Like be like, like uh yeah. like baby is the best example. So it's like a oh. middle class couple moved to the middle of nowhere, um, and the woman's pregnant, and uh, like she keeps having these nightmares about like this um like entity in the house and stuff like that. Anyway, it all gets fucked up. But he always plants in this like slightly weird camp, um like sort of like local yokel like knowledgeable person who can give yeah. just enough backstory and it always hints at the most like fucked up so in, in baby it's like uh yeah the rumor is that it's proper like west country it's like rumor is that the witch that would live here used to suckle the pigs on her teeth and it's like it's like <laughs> <laughs> the woman's having nightmares like how's that gonna help <laughs> anyway yeah uh, Nigel, uh, Nigel Neal's a G He's, yeah. So yeah, I had to go upstairs and be like, Charlie, um, you don't have to We're be caught to... in front of celebrities anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, have you got? Have you watched uh, Evil Genius on Netflix yet? No, let's let's leave that one for next week because I do want to watch yeah, it. Okay. I know the story. It's one yeah. of my favourite. Um, I don't know what you call them on Wikipedia. But you know, like like categories on Wikipedia is like weird deaths and the yeah. guy getting killed by that bomb is um man it's fucking weird have you ever seen the film the, fir- that, um, the first episode is unreal it gets to the end of the first episode and uh, yeah it's it's good I'd, I'd i'd recommend watching it they made I, a film I, about it with um jesse eisenberg in called 30 minutes or less oh really yeah which was like a like a fun mm. like knockabout story about i don't know fuck it fucking someone getting yeah. their fucking head blown off so, you said about talking about Weinstein and that mob, but we've really already talked about third wave feminism and we never need to touch on it again. Fine. Uh, <laughs> we can strike that from the list. No, no I was... No, it was... For me, it was... Um, I, I hadn't realised... Um, uh, I You know, I'm sure there's other people that don't realise this as well, but ra- the whole Roman Polanski story... What, do you mean, what did is, you realise about it? That he's cool mental. as hell? I... <laughs> Yes, I had. Do we name this podcast after him? Yeah. <laughs> We're in the Polanski he, hours now, boys. I haven't realised that. First of all, his 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 pregnant wife and a number of his friends were murdered by the Manson family. Yes. Yep. Did you not know, know that. that? I did that, know that. That's day one. Um, that's Polanski. like the turning point of like the American century. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, ha- I haven't realised that at all. And also, uh, th- that, he, that, dream. that that the warrant the, the warrant for his arrest is still valid. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's still on the lam. Well, the American government. But he's dead. No, Polanski's not dead. Oh no, dead. Uh, Manson. Sorry. Yeah, Manson no, went Polanski. to prison for it. Yeah, Polanski. he's still. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Manson was on the lam 
and it was the best <laughs> lamb you can possibly have because he was on the lamb in the California correctional facility. In the Gale. <laughs> they were never getting in. No, yeah, 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 more like the Gale. Um, he was... Um, Where is yeah, Polanski, Polanski now? This, this, he's this in one. France. Yeah. What's no, he doing in France? He's making should be in the jails. Yeah. But he's a fucking nonce. What's he, so, what's he hey, doing? He's making... So, number yeah, one, he, he survived the... Um, he survived the uh, Holocaust... He was, uh, well, was, I don't know if he was in Auschwitz, but he was in one of the concentration camps yeah. as a child. Yeah, yeah. Number two, yeah. his wife was uh, murdered by Charles Manson. Yeah. Number three, yeah. he drugged and raped and sodomized a um, yeah. 13-year-old girl. Yeah. 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 Uh, so they, wait though, so wait, so he got arrested for that, right? Yeah. And they charged him with yeah. the, the drugging and the raping. Uh, and he, because he's got some, I would imagine, very good lawyers, he pleaded uh, guilty to a lesser charge of um, unlawful sex with a minor, right? So it wasn't the full drugging and raping charge, yeah. okay? Right. And, when, and, and so he went and he was in like holding or whatever, like awaiting his trial, and he caught wind of the fact that the, 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 the DA had decided that they were going to fucking nail him for it anyway and send him to prison, yeah. even, though, even though he pleaded guilty to a lower, lower charge. And, and, and so he fucked off. He went on the lamb. And this was in like the 70s? Yeah, this was in the 70s. This was in the 70s, right. I yeah. thought he was in jail. No, he's in... Mate, he made The Pianist in 2002. Well, Adrian Brody, The Pianist. Yes. Yeah. One, no. One More best like The Pianist. Director, Oscar. <laughs> what the fuck? Whilst wanted for fucking rape. I thought he had got done, like, years ago. Nope. No. Still on the lamb, making films. For it. Yeah, yeah. Get winning Oscars. It's why I wow, can't Hollywood. go back to um, Hollywood. Hollywood. Turning up to Cannes Film Festival. There's pictures of him in, can, uh, in, a, in a tux in Cannes. Having more a great like, time. Winning yeah, awards. More like, more like Holly Weird. Yeah, am I right, guys? Uh, Fucking right. Mate, you're on fire today, mate. Man, Hollywood, yeah. You're having a great week, Jono. So anyway, I thought that was worth touching on because I'm sure most people know that story, but I was not aware of that, the full extent of it. Savageness. Well, but it's, it's yeah, always the, the, the thing with these um, with these um, celebrity pedos is that they um, they everyone knows about it. So I think like Polanski's probably the most like egregious example of it. But I was watching um, like a collection of um, jokes from the nineties about fucking Jimmy Savile being mm. a child molester oh, um, and. Uh, sorry, so child molester and a necrophilia affiliate. There's, uh, mm. I've seen a YouTube video of Johnny Rotten like years before. I guess it was in public consciousness. Yeah, yeah that was, was a bit the album where like, he said, he, like, "I want to yeah. kill <laughs> Jimmy." Yeah, Savile. He knew like years before, but yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because it's the same thing. Well, it's not the same thing, but it's like similar to the Louis C.K. situation, where it's like he goes up on stage and tells everyone that, like, "Oh yeah, I'm constantly jerking off," and you know, and all this. And you're like, ah, oh, funny guy, but he doesn't really jerk off. No, he actually does. Yeah. And so when people, people say, you know, when you hear these stories about these people, it's kind of like, well, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, you it's know? bizarre, isn't it? Yeah, um, but I just don't know. I just don't understand why, like, the... And, and, you know, I suppose part of it is that the Weinstein was on the fucking Oscar Select Committee or whatever they call themselves. Um, and uh, and this guy was, st you know, Polanski's still getting nominated for Oscars for his films. And it's like, why are they... Well, not anymore, but, yeah. It's, it's, as late as 2002, he won yeah. Best Director. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. So 20 years after the crime. Yeah. And they were still giving him... P so we're saying not were, anymore. I remember that Whoopi Goldberg was um, 
still defending him in like after that yeah yeah yeah. like it's i don't know i think it's like i suppose it's like a people are unwilling to separate the artist from the art and we and we, it got us talking about Woody Allen as well when we were discussing. Yeah, Scarlett it, Johansson it? goes to and, uh, dinner with like Woody Allen and shit. Which is, you know, it's like it's weird. Like, I mean, you know, it, it was it was a year I mean, after it was a year after Mia Farrow had adopted this girl when she was ten years old when Woody Allen came on the scene, and then it was when she was just so happened to be twenty one that they acknowledged that they were having a relationship. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to pretend the whole fucking two ye thing isn't fucking weird. Um, yeah, but I mean, and also like Woody Allen has accusations from his um, from one of his other kids as well. I think it's Dylan Farrow right. um, accuses him uh, is accused him of um, sexually molesting her when she was a kid, and obviously Jesus. Ronan Farrow won't have anything to do with him. Who's you know obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah not his son but is supposed to be his actual son his uh, yeah, yeah. birth son his adopted son isn't he no no, no not adopted is he biological no, he, is he he's supposed to be biological but the oh, guy looks right. exactly like fucking Frank Sinatra so he's clearly Frank Sinatra <laughs> <laughs> on the uh, on the topic of Mia Farrow there's this uh, tweet that she made uh, John you, you you might have seen this where she wanted to celebrate her daughter's birthday yes yes and she's she's got this picture but right <laughs> normally you'd have just a picture of her daughter on her phone but she didn't have any pictures of her daughter so she googled it and the search term that she used was Mia Mia Farrow and her black be- like her black daughter yeah Mia Farrow and then black took a daughter. screenshot of the whole of her phone which included her google search on it so you've got this happy birthday to my beautiful daughter and it's a picture of her google searching Mia Farrow and her black daughter well done, Quincy. Yeah, Quincy Farrow. Happy birthday to... Oh, happy birthday to birthday to my awesome daughter, Quincy Farrow. And yeah, the, um, the search term is Mia Farrow and her black children. Oh, shit, Mia Farrow. But the best oh, bit of it is, my favourite part of that is that she's got 96% ba- percent battery on her phone. So Mia Farrow is clearly you know, practising good battery um, technique. That actually, on, her, on, on, on a similar thing, uh, you know the guy who plays uh, in Breaking Bad, uh, Marie's husband? Dean... Dean, Dean Norris. Norris, yeah. He, uh, is it one of his most, more recent tweets was uh, sex gifts. <laughs> good one, Dean. That's my mate. We've all been oh, there. We've all been there. Sex gifts on Twitter. My favourite thing is he just left it up. He's like, yeah, fuck yeah. It. yeah, I've been caught. They're gifts, Marie. They're not gifts. Yeah. Oh, so, good lad. So, no. lastly, what was it you wanted to talk about as well? You also want to talk about Amy Schumer and uh, the Brendan um, Sagalow thing. Did you Did you hear about that? Yes, I did. Uh, incredible. Um, should we save it for next week? Um, no, we just. Well, I mean, uh, so people who don't know the story, um, Amy Schumer um, has lost her fucking mind, um, yeah. and um, so there was a there was a, there's a stand up comedian called Brendan Sagalow who was doing a headline set. So in stand up comedy, ever headline set in stand up comedy. If you're doing like a, so if you go to the comedy store in LA, you'll see ten stand ups doing fifteen minutes apiece, and if Amy Schumer turned up at the comedy store and went, I want to get on. They would bump the person he was about to go on and they'd put her on instead and she can do as much time as she wants. And it's just the etiquette of the of the thing. 
everyone's working on new pieces doesn't really fucking matter it's who the crowd wants to see amy schumer's going to turn up that's fine but if you went to the comedy store and somebody was doing a headlining set was the was doing a full hour um they're not getting bumped they they no. get bumped if if they haven't gone on stage yet they might let Amy Schumer come on and do ten minutes but they wouldn't yeah. do which is or, what or she wait, did go to the yeah, side or wait of the until stage. they fit or wait or until, wait until they, they finish yeah yeah wait yeah. until they finish would be an absolute class move but yeah. the guy was ten minutes into his headlining sets so he's got another forty five thirty five forty five minutes left to go yeah and she goes to the side of the stage and says Brendan Brendan it's Amy Schumer. Can I do 10 minutes? And, you know, he's a new stand-up, so he goes, and he knows, obviously, that the crowd are aware that something's going on, so he goes, yeah, sure, come on, um, and lets her do it. But the weirdest Unbelievable. Bit, I, think, I think that's pretty, like, fucked up. But I also think, like... Mm. Awful etiquette. She must have been a stand-up comedian at some point. Well, Let the, him finish the, his the point fucking that, set. Well, the point she that steals people people's made was jokes, that, so I don't think she's got well, much fair, fucking... Fair, the point yeah. that people made was she, actually, she never did the kind of headlining at Caroline's thing. She never yeah, was okay. that level. She jumped right. straight up to, she went from being like a couple of years into her stand-up career to being like one of the biggest names in stand-up comedy. Yeah, okay. Right. Um, but the other point, that I, the point that I thought was really weird was her messages to him after the fact, which were like yeah. weird, like a cross between like weird, drunk, like wine mum um, yes, yeah, text yeah, yeah, messages yeah. and like veiled threats, which I yeah, think it is felt like really yeah, the weird. wine the wine mum side of it felt like she had been told by a PR to fucking contact him so that he didn't go you know go to the press with it or whatever or like take the piss out of her for it. So it was really like, hey, Brendan, I hope you had a good time. I know I'll always remember it. Like all that kind of that tone to the messages and you know. And then, and then, like, but then he 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 had named an episode of his podcast. Um, Brendan gets cucked by by <laughs> by Amy Shummer, right? And spelled her second yeah, name wrong. And then she, um, one of her messages was like, "Oh, do you think you might be able to ch- like spell my name right in your episode title so people don't think you're pissed off?" It's like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? Like I just I, I've got no idea why he changed the name of the episode, and I've uh, lit- literally no idea why she cared I about the spelling just, of her name. I think he's just a nice guy. Like his like his talk, he wasn't really even particularly. He could have been like proper pissed off. I think but he wasn't even particularly picked I, up, pissed off about it. He was like, yeah, no, it's fine. Like I then came back on stage and you know like it's just like classic Hollywood fucking ego like she just feels like she can do whatever the fuck she wants yeah I mean I've never been a huge fan of um, Amy Schumer I thought Trainwreck was a good film (coughs) Um, and I think like some of the Amy Schumer show stuff was fine Mm. but I think her stand up is not but I don't like a lot of American stand up comics the only American stand up comic I like is Louis C.K. Now let me just have a big sip of my drink while you guys tell me what he's been up to recently. Yeah. I've got no idea what he's been up to recently. Well, he's, it, he hasn't he been doing, doing anything. anything. Yeah. No, he's not done anything. He's keeping his head low. Yeah, I'm not uh, surprised. Though. My favourite Louis C.K. I use it all the time. Is have you ever seen um, his bit about? I'm going to cut it in now. The um, bit about um, how he's been watching the film Magic Mike a lot recently. <laughs> And uh, Matthew McGonaghy's character in uh, Magic Mike going on stage going, um, now remember ladies, uh, it is illegal for you to touch one of the dancers. 
Balasia la 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 breakers in here. <laughs> and, uh, he says, so I'm just walking around my house now saying to like my pug, Malasia la 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 breakers in here. <laughs> but once you get that into your head, try not to have that just being that's replaced. I'd rather have a bowl of cocoa pops as my like brain screensaver. Nice. So I'd just be sat in my office thinking about something and then I would just say quietly under my breath, I'm about to see a la 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 And now we will do too. And so now we will you. too. So anyway, um, so um, follow us on out, Twitter at Good As Hell Cast. Uh, email us with any of your questions at uh, Podcast at gmail.com. Just want to say, um, fucking Master Commander's been back on. Oh, Ugh. is it acknowledged? It's, who it I'm is? being taunted by the fucking Zodiac Killer. <laughs> He's um, he or she um, got really fucking pissed off that you um, didn't know because, who they were. because I said that it was Liam and yeah. it wasn't Liam, and right. then because they listened to the fucking episode where I said that and then they listened to the next episode and were like, oh yeah, I just realised that um, actually um, John's brother hasn't said that so now I won't have to kill him and wear his face. Um, but yeah. Fucking Jesus said him. Christ. No, they didn't, they didn't say that. I don't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they were asking about fucking RuneScape so I can only assume it's you, Potter. <laughs> No, no, I've, I've, no, no, fuck, no, not Runescape, shit. I'm strictly a WoW man. They were Why talking about... they? Did they not tell you who they were then? No, still won't tell me who it is. It says, um, was the RPG um, you were trying to think of Runescape? No, it's EverQuest, as we said in the fucking episode. Won't you fucking yeah. listen, dickhead? Yeah, um, I wouldn't. Uh, that's not me, mate. Yeah, um, they said that they lost their account as I accidentally gave my user and password to someone I shouldn't have. I was Devo. Who would say Devo instead of Devastated? I, well, that's no it, one that's that it. I can think of that wouldn't just tell you what their fucking name have is. Have you seen the? Uh, have you seen the? Um, it's on. Um, it's on Netflix. The um, story about um, how they hunted the Unabomber down. And yeah, they used no. they used oh it's really good it's got um, Paul Bettany and is playing um, Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. Um, best thing about watching a documentary about the Unabomber is that you might it's accidentally then sorry watching a uh, docudrama about the Unabomber is that you might then accidentally read the Unabomber's manifesto the, and decide that he is a hundred percent right. Hold on, but, I've got the Unabomber manifesto like saved as a bookmark on my tabs. Fucking it's great it. reading. It's, it's brilliant. Fucking great stuff. Unabomber's bang on. I'm writing my current. I'm um, so when I when I go out in a blaze of glory and uh, nail bombs. Um, when I'm the new James Copeland who grew up one street over from where I grew up, I'm not going to bomb gay pubs in Soho. I'm going to just admit to myself my true calling and actually just go and drink in them. Um, I, uh, I've started writing my manifesto. Um, it's a political and um, philosophical treaty, um, which is called My Struggle Two Electric Bugaloo. Um, <laughs> Uh, and basically my um, my hypothesis which challenged me if you dare is what we need to do is we need to get all the nuclear bombs here put them in the cities um, and then we'll just go and party and we set them all off at once boom 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 just leave the world to the rats because we're fucked as a, as a species and we need to we need to bin it off police are outside they're coming what? for you Rick 
Mate, they, 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 they're listening Abu to Hampton. the conversations. Yeah. They finally <laughs> realised we'd gone too far. Yeah. You know what it was that, that rallied them? It was the, it was the conversations about getting ISIS a, a monster truck. <laughs> they're on. No, they, no, they pieced, to, they pieced together episode two. <laughs> they finally yes. put it together. They put the last episode together. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh. Good deep pull. John, I'm going. This yeah. Anyway, drag- every time you try and stop, yeah, we've episode, got to go. There's been talking. a knock at the no, door. No, we've we've, yeah. we've we've done a great one, guys. Thanks very much. And we're going to go out to um, Pony by Genuine. Um, now, Nick, so, Nick, um, Nick, please come a- and join us for Nora episodes. And I just want to put in this: I'd like I'd like a little uh, a little segment from uh, Nicky Pizzas in future future collaborative episodes where no, he talks uh, no, about no, 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 some no. of the we stuff need- that we've been talking about on the old uh, mystery tour bus. Oh thread. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we need to get into. Uh, I, I 100% disagree Nick you don't have to do um, a um, segment because we need the, the barrier of entry to be as low as physically possible for uh, <laughs> Nick to actually bother coming back to it so you don't have to do Good anything point. Good point. you can Fine. just bring exactly Fine. the same amount of um, effort and energy as Rick Hampton does Well, we, no we can't have two people doing that little can we? we can and we will Fine. alright so um, uh, from me John Rutherford bye bye from me, Rick Hampton, bye bye. And from me, Nick Potter, goodbye. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye. I would do to you